pray. Father God, we just open up this time to you, Lord. I pray, God, that you would meet with us here this morning. Father, through the preaching of your word, I pray that we would hear your voice. Open our eyes, open our ears, God. Father, let each of us this morning grow a little bit closer to you, God, knowing more about you here this morning. In Jesus' name, we all said, amen. 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 So here we have 10 people with leprosy, which is very unfortunate because not only does it sound like a disgusting thing to have, very unpleasant, it also meant that they were uh, separated from society. They weren't allowed to mingle with other people. And here we have 10 of them. They, through their misery, must have formed a relationship just to get through their suffering together. And uh, what would happen in those days is for them to be accepted back into society, they would have to go, the priest was the one that gave them the stamp of approval, which is why Jesus said, go to the priest, go and show yourself clean to them. And how crazy is this? Can you imagine the 10 of them being desperate in this situation, desperate for income, for uh, life, for relationship, for healing of their physical body, crying out to Jesus. They must have heard from somewhere that this Jesus was passing by or maybe they just saw any man that looked like Jesus and every day just yelled out Jesus and hoped that that was Jesus. And this day finally came and Jesus said, go and uh, you will be cleansed as you go and present yourself to the priest. Can you picture them walking to the priest, where, however long that was, and realizing, oh my gosh, suddenly my skin, it's healing. Like, I feel better. I feel... And here we have 10 of them looking at each other going, oh, you look clean, I'm clean. Like, oh my goodness, can you just picture it? Nine of them run to the priest to get their stamp of approval. One of them, for some reason, has this moment in his heart to go, I'm gonna go back to Jesus. You know, maybe he thought in that moment, Jesus could be anywhere now. I've gotta get him quickly before he goes to the next town or before the crowds get him. Something in the heart of this one man decided that he had to rush back and praise God instead of going to the priest first. You know, in our life, we can be very busy and it's a busy time of year. We've just had Christmas, school holidays, family holidays, things going on, lots of happening. But you know, I wanna be like this one that takes a time to stop, rush back to Jesus and thank him for the miracles in our life. We can be so quick to move on to the next thing. And you know, I'm preaching to myself this morning because I'm, you know, our, our toast is starting to break and every morning we've got to like push it three times. Now it's starting to trip our electricity. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I'm just like, don't have time for that when I'm getting ready in the morning, right? We can be so fast paced, but often God moves slow and we need to stop and be this kind of person that returns and thanks Jesus before we move on. And so this morning on the last day of the year, we're gonna do this. We're gonna take this morning to slow down, thank Jesus for the year that has been and give him praise this morning. You'll have actually people in the room have a piece of paper in your seat that's not to play knots and crosses during church or draw. <laughs> that is actually later in the service, but you can start now if you want, but later in the service, I'm gonna get us all to write down a minimum of three things we're grateful for that happened this year three things we want to thank God for. And if you're watching online, 
make sure you get your journal. You could do your phone, but I don't know. It's less meaningful for some reason on your phone. <laughs> Pen and paper's good to pull it out, and we're going to thank God for what an amazing year it is. How incredible is that? Only one person came back, and Jesus notes that it's a foreigner. It's a Samaritan, meaning that it was most likely they were near Galilee, most likely that most of the nine, the ten, were Jews, and then there was this Samaritan. And I think that's crazy that it was the unlikely one who came back and thanked Jesus. I'm going to tell you something in my experience, and I just want you to know this is no one in the room. <laughs> Disclaimer of where I'm going. <laughs> but Dan and I... <laughs> Dan and I used to be the youth pastors here, um, met a long time ago. That's what I mean, disclaimer, a long time ago. And uh, I was having this conversation with David Prentice, actually, who's watching online, and we're talking about the youth days, and Dave was like, oh, I bet you then We're talking about how many non-church families would bring their teenagers to youth on a Friday night. And he was like, oh, I bet you the, those, youth, those non-church youth parents were difficult to deal with. And I was like, actually... <laughs> It was the opposite. <laughs> Again, this is not directed at anyone. I know, I know. But I have to tell you, the parents that don't come to church and would just drop their kids off on Friday nights were our biggest givers. Even though they didn't understand the tide that we would preach to teenagers, they would just they saw what we were doing in young people's lives and they were like, we just want to support what you're doing. Our teenager loves it here. He's made friends or she or whatever it was. They're our biggest givers. They gave Dan and I Christmas cards at the end of the year. <laughs> they were usually, every Friday night when they'd pick up their kids, say thank you. <laughs> the least complaints came out of the naughty parents. <laughs> I know, this is terrible. I'm so sorry if you're a youth parent. Um, but it's just, you think it's unlikely. Like you thought that would be... Like Dave said, it would be the other way around, wouldn't it? But the thing is, something that we can experience that is amazing, something from God that is highly favorable, it can then become familiar. It can then become an entitlement or something we expect is owed to us. <laughs> I know, <laughs> it's, this message is going to get better, don't worry. <laughs> it can then become normal to us, then become com common, and even eventually become dull in our lives. Something that was once amazing to us can become dull. We can take things for granted in our life. And the thing is, this isn't a message to bring <laughs> guilt or conviction. Well, I guess maybe conviction's always good for us. Because uh, the thing is this, it's, it's unintentional, right? We don't intentionally want to become like this. No one sets out to be like this. It's unintentional. We just, like I said, our lives are busy. Yeah. Things happen. We move on. We get distracted. And the thing is, God knows this more than us. And he is gracious. And he is kind. And, you know, even though only one returned, all 10 were healed. Even though only one said thank you, all 10 still got their miracle and breakthrough. And, you know, God's grace for us is so great that he doesn't expect or wait for us to thank him. He doesn't need our thanks. He doesn't need our praise. He's not like you and I. He's, not, he's God, not human. Meaning he doesn't um, rise or fall on the compliments of others. This isn't even about, oh, this is today we're talking about you and me. What we can do, what we, 
what we choose to do in our heart, this is a choice God gives us. And we have to make the decision. Are we going to have a grateful heart? Are we going to, at the end of the day, stop and return to thank Jesus for what he has done? He is gracious. He'll still love you no matter what. Either the same. He'll hear your prayers. He'll answer you. He is a kind, gracious God. And you know, this, like I said, I'm preaching to myself this morning, so don't worry. You're amongst friends if you're feeling a bit, oh, I haven't said thank you for something. But because uh, I've been brought up in this church. <laughs> I've been a Christian my whole life. My parents moved to this church when I was three years old. I'm now 30. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> and uh, Graham and Patty Fletcher are here today who actually founded this church many years ago, which is very special having them here. They chose Pastor John and Dan and handed it on, who are our senior pastors today. Uh, but it's so quick and easy for us to accept Jesus in our lives and quickly forget the many benefits and the many blessings and the grace that Jesus gives us when we find him, when we accept him into our life, it's easy to quickly take it for granted and to move on. However, today we're not going to do that. We're going to return to Jesus and give him thanks. You know, sometimes we can miss God moving in our life, not intentionally, but simply because we're too busy we move on and we forget the prayers we've prayed. Has that ever happened to you? You've prayed a prayer and then weeks, months, even years go by and go, oh, wait a minute. Like I used to struggle with that, but now it's not a thing anymore. And you're like, when did that happen? It's God moving in your life without us realizing. Listen to this. Psalm 68:19 says this, blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits the God of our salvation. The blessings of the Lord are daily. They never cease. He, this is his promise that he gives all of us, that we can receive daily blessings. God is always moving. And sometimes we can feel that God isn't moving or that he is distant. The thing is, he isn't, is that we don't see it. We don't stop and take time to look and say thank you for the blessings of God. This happened to Dan and I. He had a like weird hive re reaction in his body. He just had like itchy stuff on his skin. Yeah, leprosy. <laughs> no, it wasn't leprosy. It was hives. Anyway, it was very weird. The doctors couldn't really explain it. They were like, maybe it's stress, but like we just went on a holiday, so we were like, can't be that. We've never been more relaxed in our life. But um. <laughs> Anyway, he got prayer in church on the altar and someone prayed for him. And, you know, it wasn't a big booming moment for him. He didn't fall on the ground or, like, get delivered. or It wasn't that big moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> it wasn't until weeks later we stopped and I was like, wait a second, you haven't had hives in so long. And Dan was like, oh, yeah, actually, since that moment I got prayed for, they've kind of gone away since then. It's like oh, we just didn't have our eyes open to see that God was moving on our prayers of what we were asking for. In verse 17, I'll read it again. This is Luke 11, 17, part of the story. When Jesus asked, were not all 10 cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. You know, when we give thanks to God, when we 
thank him for the miracle. You know, this is interesting because he got his miracle, all 10 did, but Jesus says, your faith has made you well. When we thank God, it deepens the impact of the miracle. It doubles the miracle. It deepens the impact in our heart when we do this, when we thank God. He is a good God. We are so blessed to have him in our lives. And thanking God is powerful. My, my message today isn't so much about the benefits of thanking God, because that's not the point that we're going to do today. We're not going to do this to get the benefits. We're going to do this just because we want to be that one that returns and thanks God for all he has done. My last point is this, and we're going you, you're going to take part in this message soon. <laughs> but we all have something to be grateful for. You know, I don't know what your 2023 looked like this year. I'm sure there's people in the room that you're like, man, I did a good year. I mean, shout out to Tiani from our Melbourne location. She graduated uni this year. She went to a big uni university and got student of the year in her, in her uni. I know she graduated as a kindergarten teacher and she's now got this amazing job and like she's done internship as well. She's just finishing internship. So she's had a great year. <laughs> she's done amazing. I don't know, you might be in the room going, man, this year was tough. Maybe the hardest you've ever had to deal with. The thing is, we all have something to be grateful for. Isaiah 54, I love this scripture. It says, sing, O barren woman, you who never bore a child, burst into song. You know, this isn't saying sing because you've got the miracle. Sing because you're on the mountain. Sing because the Lord's bless you. It's saying, sing when you are in lack. Sing when you have without. Sing when you are in a desolate place. Sing and shout for joy. You know, we can give thanks even in hard times, even in times of lack. Why? Because God is faithful. Even though things don't look great now, he is working behind the scenes more than you know. He hears every prayer and we can praise him now for the miracle that's coming, for the things that are waiting. Even in hard times, we can do this. We can always find something to thank God for. Matthew Henry, who is a famous Bible commentator, he was robbed of his wallet once. And this is what he wrote in his diary that night, giving thanks to God. He wrote first, he had never been, thank you God, he had never been robbed before. Second, <laughs> that though they took his wallet, they did not take his life. Third, because even though they took it all, it wasn't very much. And finally, <laughs> this isn't meant to be funny, I don't know why people in the room are laughing. It's terrible, this poor man got his wallet stolen. <laughs> no, listen to this, finally, because he was the one who was robbed and not the one who had to do the robbing. How good is that? Even on a bad day, we can find something to thank God for. We can thank him. I'm going to actually ask the band to come up now and join me. You know, it's no surprise. We were from Victoria and we went through lockdown. And um, it was, yeah, weird, very weird time. We keep saying it feels like a dream because it was just so strange. And people watching in Melbourne probably feel a little bit um, what's the word? Post-traumatic stress watching online, church online this morning. But um, yeah, did I say that right? Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, 
But, you know, I was in this place in lockdown where every day I was praying to God for miracles. And we had a few things we were believing for. One of them was the, like, growth. And we were trying to start up our Melbourne location. So that was one of them. And my prayers of asking for miracles started well, full of faith. Because I was, you know, I was stirred. I was like, even though we're locked on, locked down, God's not locked down. Like, things can still happen. <laughs> and uh, that's where I was. But it slowly turned into real frustration because nothing was happening. And I mean, literally nothing was happening. We were stuck inside our house <laughs> and couldn't do anything. And I remember one morning I was just praying, 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 like, God, give us this, like, do this, like, give us our mountain, you know, um, grow your church, like, just big prayers. And I just heard this little whisper say, am I enough? Am I enough? And I just like kind of stopped and I was like, oh, yes. And it's kind of this thought that even if nothing changed, even if the prayers I prayed weren't going to happen, is Jesus enough? And my prayer time for me during lockdown stopped asking for all these things and like get us out of lockdown, (laughs) but instead turned into thanksgiving. And I just completely switched my prayer time, just like, God, I'm so grateful. And during lockdown, it got really basic. It was literally like I remember in winter, I was like, man, God, today, I'm just so grateful for my warm bed that has a big, we've got a big doona. And I'm just, that was my thing in the morning, something so practical and small. But for me, I was just like, God, just thank you. Like, thank you. Not everyone has what I have. Thank you, Jesus. Like, thank you, God, for my husband and my family. Thank you for our health. Thank you for providing for us. And I tell you what, in a really weird, rocky, emotional time in lockdown, just the way that just lifted my spirit every day, just to find joy in difficult situations, just changed everything for me. It shifted that whole season of my life. And Dan would probably testify that it changed the atmosphere in our home because instead of a frustrated wife every day, I was grateful. I was so grateful for everything that God had done. And I share that story today because I feel like there might be people in the room or watching online that you're deeply discouraged. Your heart is heavy with discouragement. Maybe it's not just this year, but it's been many years of a promise not fulfilled or things going bad or something sideswiping you and just you're like God where are you or just deeply disappointed that something didn't turn out the way you wanted to I want to encourage you to and this today is a sacrifice what we call a sacrifice of praise that even in hard times find something to thank God for find something to praise him for even I just would say, praise God that even at the end of the year or whatever you've gone through, you're here in the house of God, watching online, still standing. Praise God for that. Man, thank God that he's brought you through to this point. You're still standing and he is with you. You know, there's so many beautiful scriptures and psalms in the Bible of people giving their praise to God. I want to read one this morning. This is Psalm 103. This is King David. He wrote a lot and they're very good. It says, uh, yeah, it says, praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise his holy name. 
Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like eagles. I'm going to ask this morning, have you ever written your own psalm to God? Have you ever spoken it or sang your own praise to God? You know, we can read through the Psalms times that David was in a battle, like literally, like we're not just talking, oh, my computer died today, I'm in a battle. <laughs> we mean like, <laughs> we mean like people with spears and people dying, his people, his men dying, and he would write praises to God. There'd be other times where he sinned and he's fallen short and he praised God. There was times of lack, times of deep loss that David faced and he wrote these beautiful Psalms. And so it's easy for you and I to be handed the book, <laughs> the Bible and sing. And a lot of our songs are written out of these Psalms, which is beautiful. But I wanna challenge us all today to write your own Psalm. What are you grateful for? What do you wanna thank God for today? What has he brought you through? Who do you know him to be for you? Is he your best friend, your healer, your saver? Is he your comforter? Have you ever done that? Have you ever written a psalm to God? I don't mean you have to get the grammar right or I don't know what, what makes a psalm a psalm. I just mean in your own words, have you expressed your thanks and your gratitude to God? And so this morning, like I said, I want you to do that now. Grab that piece of paper online, pull out your journal. I know if Jules Phelan is watching today, she is an avid note taker and I know she's got a notebook out wherever she's watching. Like Sharon Dimon. But yeah, there you are, Sharon. Sharon always has a notebook out. Avid note taker, it's beautiful. So yeah, do that, pull out your piece of paper. I want you to write a minimum of three things you're grateful for this year. Whether it be something big or small, whether you're just grateful that you got through the holiday season, you're here today, whether you received a breakthrough, I want you to try and remember what were the prayers you prayed this year? What are the things you asked God for that have come to pass? Was there something, like I said, you used to struggle with, but today it's clicking. Wow, that's not a problem for me anymore. Or you're starting to see the glimpse of change or God's hand in your life. Is it your family you're thankful for? God's provision? Is it your health? You may not be perfect, but you're breathing today. <laughs> you're here. Something I'm really grateful for is lately I sleep so well and I'm just, something we can take for granted, but it's so good to be a good sleeper. <laughs> I know that's weird, but just helping you if you're struggling, minimum of three, you can fill the whole page if you want. It's awesome, people writing. Well, what we're gonna do before we wrap up is I actually want to give you a chance to respond to this message and be that one 
person to return to Jesus and give him thanks. I really feel today that God is reminding people of his faithfulness to you. All the good things that he has brought into our lives. He's a good God. Even when we feel like he is distant, he's not. He is faithful. He promises daily blessings. And so what we're going to do in a moment is I'm going to ask us all to stand and the band's going to play. And I, this might be for one person today. You might be the one today who wants, has something that you want to bring to Jesus to say thank you for. You want to be like this man, this Samaritan, who came with shouts and on his knees to Jesus to say thank you. I mean, his life was radically changed, but so was the other nine. And if today you're like, I want to be that person, I want to, I've got something to be grateful for. I want to be that person that returns to Jesus. In a moment, I'm going to ask everyone to stand, but if that's you, I want you to come to the front and the band's going to sing and we're going to thank God and worship him in a moment. So why don't we all stand? I mean, and I kind of said, this might be, you might be the one today, just the one. And in your heart this morning, you know, you, you deeply with gratitude want to return to Jesus and thank him. Why don't you come to the front this morning? Why don't you come as the band plays? Come and give him thanks today. All devotion, you are worthy forever of all of our praise. No one like you, and none beside you. You're enthroned in the center, it's all about you, King of glory, Lord So I will praise and I will
beautiful. I'm going to get the band to keep singing in just a moment, but I want you to have your psalm moment. I want you to try not to sing along to the lyrics, but use your own words. You can sing if you want, or you can just speak, Lord, I'm grateful for this. Lord, Jesus, I'm coming and returning today. Before we celebrate the year, before we move on to the new year, today I'm stopping and here's what I'm thankful for. As the band plays, I want you to do that. Use your own words, sing your own song, thank him, praise him. Who is he to you today? Thank you, Jesus. this morning we come before you God with gratitude in our hearts father we return and we stop we remember we pause here this morning God Lord with thanksgiving in our heart Lord thank you Lord thank you for this year thank you Jesus that you're our provider you're our healer God thank you that you've heard every prayer father that you've seen every desire and dream that God you are faithful Lord this year God for all you have done for our families for our provision Lord God for our health Lord we thank you thank you for your grace Jesus father that we found you God Lord that you saved us you've forgiven us father every day we have new mercy mercies in you. God, we are grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, that you took our shame. Lord, our sickness, our healing. Lord, that you were seated on the throne, God. Father, we thank you, Jesus. Lord, for the joy, for times of laughter. Father, we thank you even for times of struggle, that you strengthen us, Lord. We thank you here today, Lord. You know what, church? I think just we need to thank God for our church. Thank God for this church. So, Lord, we also just say thank you, Jesus, for 2023 here in our church, God. 
Lord God, for every salvation. Father, every family and child, young person added to the church family. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for every volunteer, God, our amazing dream team, the hours spent, God, serving you, people that live busy lives, that work full time, God, that sacrifice their energy and time. Lord, thank you for every giver. Lord, for teaching us the tithe, God, so that your church can be provided for, for our vision builders, every person that was obedient to give, who sacrificed. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for our theme of hunger for this, hunger for God, Lord, that you met with us every revival prayer meeting. Lord, every Sunday, every gathering for our youth on Fridays and kids in connect groups. Father, thank you for building your church. Lord, thank you for being faithful, the many miracles. Thank you for our leaders, Pastor John and Dan. God, thank you for the sacrifices they made this year. Lord, for your church, for your house, for us, God. Lord, we honor them today and we thank you, Father, for amazing 2023. Just one more moment, keep your eyes closed. Because my message today wasn't really about the benefits of Thanksgiving, but I do feel particularly someone on the front, this is a sacrifice of praise. You've responded today, even out of hard times, coming to Jesus. And I see for us as we thank God that discouragement is lifting off you. I feel like someone here, you are so weary and tired. And it's because you've lost the joy of salvation. You've lost the joy and the gratitude and the thankfulness that comes through knowing God and today it's coming back just purely just getting above your circumstances and thanking God. I see for someone else here today that you've started to see the unraveling of a miracle but you've questioned God is was this it and you feel that guilt that tension of I'm grateful but I kind of hoped it would be the complete miracle maybe it's a healing maybe it's a situation I see as you thank God as you praise him I see the complete unraveling. Like this man, he got his physical healing, but his faith made him well. There was more to it. God had more to give him. And so one last time, we're going to sing again. And I want you, one last time, church, before we head out as a bang for the 2023, I want you to give God all your praise. Worship him. Lift your voice. Sing to him this morning. Let's go for it. You are worthy forever, all of our praise, no one like you, none beside you. You're enthroned in the center, it's all about you, King of glory, Lord forever, you are.
Amen.